Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Okay, everyone. Uh, this is Dr. Edwin Serrano and Dr. Danielle, Danielle Aguilar. Yeah, she's right here. We're here with, I guess this is like our fifth episode now coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah episode number five. Damn. Yes. Getting big in this world. Moving so, up. <clears throat> we're here to discuss a big topic. Uh, Huge. Pain. pain. We, we're all in pain. I'm in pain just sitting in front of Danielle. That's but, rude. Um, we will talk about pain and where it comes from and what people think and killing the common misconceptions. We can dive in this for hours, but we're we only, you know, a little commute here and there. So this will help you with pain a little bit. So Understand Danielle, it better. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. So Danielle, tell me, I come in, I walk in and I say, <laughs> and I say, I've had pain for years. You mm-hmm. can't help me. And, you know, I have this already, like, just, you know, this mentality of, I'm in pain. There's nothing you can do for me. Mm -hmm. What's your approach? Well, I'm glad I'm going first. (laughs) Thank you for that. But pain is not as complex as people may think. I I will say when I really dove into it, right, in terms of, like, my studies after PT and all that fun stuff – I try to break it down to where they understand how pain is referred in the body, mm-hmm. right? I think what is commonly understood or what I understood to be true is that the brain is telling me where pain is at in the body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I twist my ankle and my brain says pain. Mm-hmm. But in fact, when I delve into it further, it is the opposite. Where mm-hmm. you experience that pain, there is then a message or where you experience a an injury or... You see yourself and your ankle is turned and the ankle looks weird. You are then trying to register if it hurts or not. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, you the patient, I would try to explain to you that wherever there is discomfort, it's being sent up to the brain and the brain determines whether or not it is in fact harmful Mm -hmm. or it is something that we can work through. Mm -hmm. So what I like to explain is that it's an experience. Pain is an experience. Mm -hmm. And one really good example that I like to use is, in in terms of how your brain interprets it, is I'm, and I need you guys to be with me on this, I need you to really visualize. You're walking across the street, right? And you step on a rusty nail, And you see that nail through your foot. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, all you can think about is how much that hurts. But what if a bus is coming? Exactly. Right? So I love where you're going with it because that's what I'm trying to get at. Mm -hmm. You are only focused on that. And then here comes a bus straight at you. And you forget about your foot. And now your life takes precedent because the bus is coming at you. So you're in that position. What do you do? Do you try and do, do you still focus on your foot or do you try and save your own life? Uh, I would definitely try and save my own life. And you forget about the pain. So mm-hmm. your brain interpreted what was painful at the moment and completely blocked it out because you are now responding to something more that is 
what I was going to say, I want to say dangerful. That is more dangerous. Dangerful? I couldn't That's a good of, one. Dangerful. Right, whatever. Are you dangerful? Well, the point <laughs> is, is that your brain interprets things in a way that it protects your body. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I want people to understand that it's an experience and you decide, you decide how much pain you really want to succumb to. Mm-hmm. So those those of us that are experiencing pain for 10 plus years, the brain has determined that anything in the lower back that is even remotely uncomfortable is now being interpreted as pain. Mm-hmm. We need, we're here to explain that we can help reverse that way of thinking and help develop a better mindset. Mm-hmm. Now, when people hear that, what do people think? It's all in my head. That is so far. So you're telling me it's all in my head. I'm right. just going to leave because you're full of shit. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That's and, then, and then they get offended, right? Yeah. And that's not what we're trying to do here. No. Um, I, I think I think you're on point with that. Um, you know, I, I do tell people, you know, their brain, their brain tells them how... I, I tell them the same thing. It's like, your brain is telling you how you feel. Exactly. Right? But it's not in your head. Your, your pain experience is completely real. What you're mm-hmm. feeling is completely real. You're validating that something yes. is going on physically, mm-hmm. right? Like, that is what I do too. Exactly. And, and the way I kind of explain it, uh, I mean, we've all had those patients that they come in and they tweak their back and they're like, I can't, you know, and then they're yeah. scared to bend forward to pick up a piece of paper. Right. Right. And, and what I tell them, it's, it's like, okay, your brain exp- or you experienced this painful experience. Right. Yeah. Right. And so now you're trying to protect yourself from that again. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as a physical therapist, we may not be able to bend down to the floor right away, mm-hmm. but if I can acclimate you to bend slowly, maybe 10% of the movement, right. 20% of the movement, 30% of the movement, slowly through different variation of movements, right. manual therapy, exercises. then You're developing you, a better experience yep. for them. And then your body is not saying like, hey, this is dangerous. It's not saying it's okay to pick up a damn piece of paper. Funny story. So I was talking <laughs> to a patient the other day, and, she's like, and he was like... I already laughed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but I was talking, and, and you know, we were talking, and... And he was like, well, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to ever bend over again. Right. And this is an athlete. Oh, wow. Right. This is an athlete who can, you know, snatch a hundred kilos overhead. No problem. Can do, you know, so much weight. But he, he just has, he's always, I'm just fearful of that movement. Mm. Right. But if you ask him to lift 200 pounds overhead, oh, that's fine. Right. But he's like, yeah, I'm just not ever going to pick up anything. I was like, but you should. You should be able to, if you want to bend over and pick up a piece of paper, you should. Right. You don't want to be like that person that doesn't do it because they're scared to move. And then they were like, oh, I know a person like that. I was like, you know a person like that? He's like, I just kind of made that up. But it's true. People avoid it all the time. And then he's like, yeah, I know someone that just walks around his house. And if he drops it, he doesn't pick up. because (laughs) He doesn't pick up anything in his house. (laughs) He uses it as an excuse. And then I was like, what? It's like, yeah, he doesn't pick up anything in his house. So when you go over, you help him pick up everything in his house because he drops it. He'd never been over to pick it up. Why? Because he had a painful experience at some point in his yeah. life. And then in his mind, he's thinking, I am never going to do that again. Right. Right. When we should be able to. I mean, we're all going to we're all going to tweak our bodies one way or another. Exactly. Right. Like it's going to happen. But to avoid an activity like 100 percent. Right. And it should be completely functional. Like you should be OK. Right. Right. So. Um, when we have this painful experience, like Danielle was saying, we then avoid the movement that caused us that. Right? So this experience becomes bad. Yeah. So then this experience starts becoming bad. So if it happens again, mm-hmm. your body goes back to, well, the first time this happened, I was down and out. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I had a terrible therapist. I didn't get to do any. I didn't get back to what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so your body remembers that. Yeah. 
it you're not your body your brain remembers that and so you are you, you have already gone to a place that is not healthy mm-hmm. that isn't positive mm-hmm. you know things that need to be helpful to the recovery process mm-hmm. are you're, you're they're already going against you yeah it's kind of like ptsd of the brain right? exactly like, like for pain like it's just like oh not again right not doing exactly it. yeah and, and then that's when you start having you know you start hot sweats mm-hmm. you start panicking and depression like, depression i've been through that we talked yeah, about it recently exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but not, not, not that word i know right <laughs> I'm just kidding. such a terrible host man <laughs> laughing at me no I'm but but i mean come. but but this is these are things that you go through and as physical therapists people uh, assume that we can't help because we can't prescribe medication right our goal is to not use medication and use your own movement your own way of healing whether it be dosing you slowly or dosing you like very fast because everybody heals at a different rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why we're there because we can facilitate the healing process and get you back to doing the things that you want to do. This is why also you want to avoid, if you have pain, like just waiting it out. Because at that point, I like to describe it as an alarm system, mm. right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so your alarm, have you ever seen a car, Danielle, that... You can drive by it and you have loud exhaust or mm-hmm. with a bass. And, and you hear like, yeah. Right? It's so, super sensitive. Super sensitive, right? And then you have a car that you drive by and like you can hit it with a hammer and nothing happens to it. And it's just, <laughs> it could be the same model car. But, you know, you're at some point you're that car that's not sensitive. And at the next point you're like the car that if I just pass by you, touch your back. Right. right. It's, it, the alarm goes off. The alarm goes off. So this is what happens when you let pain go on more than, what's chronic pain? 60 days? 30 days? 30, it's 31 to 60 days. 30, 30 to 60 days. I knew the math was there somewhere. Or the days. You were in the vicinity. In the vicinity. Depending on wh- mm-hmm. where you're looking from. But the general synopsis, or the general understanding is 31 to 60 days. Yeah, 31 to 60 days. So basically, you wait that much longer, you're going to be in pain that much longer, and you're going to be that sensitive car alarm mm-hmm. that wants to go off for anything. Oh, yeah. that I mean, that alarm system is a great way to describe the... Uh, the, I guess you can say the experience again. Like if you've had a good experience, you're going to have an alarm system that's, I mean, we all want an alarm system that's tough in, mm-hmm. in the real world. But when you're talking about your body and responding to things, you want to be able to tolerate movement or mm-hmm. tolerate something more than just walking pa- a, a nice easy touch and then the alarm system goes off in your body. Mm-hmm. You don't want that type of alarm system. You want one that can last that will allow you to bounce back from injuries so you want to be that more that tougher or right tougher toughest yeah tougher alarm alarm system so that way you when a painful experience happens again you respond well Mm -hmm. yeah and you at the end of the day you don't want to be moving like a robot right like yeah you're so scared to move you're like (laughs) (laughs) i mean dance moves aside no you don't want to um you also mentioned a really good thing of um like building up right mm-hmm. you mentioned like we you're gonna attempt to bend forward 20 percent, 30 percent, 40 you know slowly bridging that gap to where you're back to moving mm-hmm. well what the term that i throw around with that is called graded exposure yeah graded exposure. right mm-hmm. and, and and so it's a great tool that a great tool that i use or a great phrase that i use to help encompass this and the, the approach of how we're going to get back to what they're doing yeah right you don't go the 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 mistake that's made sometimes are that patients feel better with this medication and they go right back to what they did before. Yeah. And then that creates another 
poor experience. So if this happens again, they're going to try the medication. It may not work as well. They're going to go right back to it. And then we're getting into this chronic onset. And then you come to us after four plus years of pain, mm -hmm. we have to then re-educate your body. And then it's a journey together to get you back there. And that's the other thing too, right? Like by the time we get people, they've been to told so many different things about mm -hmm. their pain and oh, yeah. injections, medications, surgeries, everything. Right. Uh, when in reality, they could have been fixed sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that people need to to understand that there's this avenue mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. like getting better without having to take that medication or go the surgical route. Right. Um, because also like whenever we get someone with low back pain, oh, it's because I have a weak core. I have a weak core. Yeah, that can be part of it. But if you've had pain for so long, then we're talking more nervous system. Sure. Right. So you got to think about what the nerves have to play in as far as creating that alarm system. Yeah. And so we need to acclimate or limit or expose it slowly graded exposure graded, yeah right right, right. Uh, right um into the movement that you want to get back to doing right so we we don't just focus on oh your joints not moving correctly oh you're weak here it's also how can we make the nervous system function properly sure mm -hmm. yeah and so a lot of that's going to be you know large muscles moving at one time and mm -hmm. a prime example is a squat mm -hmm. right let's just say a person with back pain has i can't squat well can you sit down mm -hmm. right and so that's we'll start that's our baseline and mm -hmm. then we're going to build to maybe a lower surface and those are things where we can help facilitate a proper return mm -hmm. build a way better experience and we're not guaranteeing that this isn't going to happen again because mm -hmm. why you're we want you to get back to your lifestyle right like you as an athlete want to get back to what you're doing or you as a patient just want to be able to play with your kids grandchildren mm -hmm. whatever exactly we want to get you back there and should this happen again you know what to do. We've provided the steps and it, we can get you back to where you were, where you were yes. from the beginning. Right. Exactly. And hopefully better. That's always the intent. Mm -hmm. Maintenance is important, right? Like we want to make sure that we check in with you periodically, just like you would any other healthcare provider, i.e. massage therapist, or, um, if you go to personal trainers, like those are people you follow up with frequently. We need to be a part of that process exactly. to help build a better base, reduce poor experience, poor painful experiences, and like you mentioned before, PTSD, like, I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? Most definitely. Yeah, PTSD of, like, In terms pain. of, like, pain. Yeah, yeah. I think that getting injured once before and it happening again, if you know that you had a, you know, one of the prime examples I come across are in, in, in chronic pain or car accidents. Yeah. Right? They had a car accident. They were bounced around from different therapists or, you know, lawyers. And all that stress plays a big part in it, too. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to us till later you and just getting educated on it is huge yeah i think what you just touched on is very important like when you're experiencing this pain what else is going on in your life because yeah. all of these are factors that kind of create a more painful experience right or right? Inhi inhibit, or your inhibit progression. your progression of painful experience like if you're experiencing pain and someone passes away that's a big correlation of your pain becoming chronic becoming worse and then at that point you know how long will you be dealing with it right right so these all these factors in, in uh, blah, blah, blah. well I, I, speaking <laughs> to the mental component of yes. it you know that what i think you're trying to get get out is if you are not dealing with the outside stressors if mm -hmm. you're ignoring it you come in you have a good session you you know with your patient with your physical therapist mm -hmm. i come to you i feel better but then you go right back home and you're still dealing with 
X, Y, and Z. X, right? Y, and Z, eating fried food, not getting enough sleep. Exactly. All these Poor factors. sleep hygiene yeah. is huge. I mean, that's a different avenue we yeah. can go down. But just touching on it in general or touching on the entirety of the external stressors, if you're not you know, figuring out ways to manage your stress, mm-hmm. there are studies that's, that talk about the hormone and the cortisol levels and all that. Mm-hmm. That If that increases, your pain tends your pain to increase as well. Yeah, and, and, and that's something as performance uh, – cash-based physical therapist that's something we do right mm-hmm. we tackle not only of course the physical portion but looking at the diet how are you sleeping are you stressed out and then talking through these things i cannot tell you how many times i have people that come in and literally we talk for an hour and maybe do minimal exercise but they feel better right but while we're trying to be active so the this is the thing that you may not get at your normal physical therapy place because they don't have the time mm-hmm. they don't they see you for 10 to 15 minutes they pass you on to someone else yeah you're talking to a tech or a student or an intern the whole time Mm -hmm. and you're probably bonding with them but they're not understanding because they're usually younger right right Right. that's that's what it is they're there to learn they're there to do this and that but in reality as a cash-based practitioner like us we, t- we tend to dive in on what really is bothering you and how can we address all those factors. And when you say address, like, we're not acting as counselors no, or no, psychologists, no. right? We want to be a listening ear. We want to get the whole picture. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to understand that, you know, we're going to have bad days and you need to understand as our patient that it's okay, but you can't ignore it, yeah. right? These are things that are going to affect your recovery. These are things that are going to, again, go back to the very beginning of creating this poor, painful experience, mm-hmm. and then we're back to square one. So those exactly. are things that can't be ignored. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that overall, the, the, the biggest thing that you should really take away from today is understanding that pain is something that we can control mm-hmm. uh, in terms of our experience, and know that as cash-based practitioners or you know physical therapists that we want to know everything that encompasses what's going on in your life you, mm-hmm. as much as you want to disclose so that way we can help you better understand that we're, we're we want to tackle everything as a as a whole in a holistic manner uh, by providing education on how pain is interpreted mm-hmm. and then also making sure that you as our patient are aware that everything else that you may think is unimportant can play a role in your care. Yes. So, Don't be that guy that yeah. doesn't pick up anything off the ground. Uh, exactly. Me, basically. That's, that's you know, and this is only the beginning. This is like part one of our 100 pain series. Because sure. Because there's so much to dive into with you, pain. We mentioned pain. We mentioned sleep hygiene. Sleep hygiene. Right? That's big. Poor. Yeah. That's eating mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. Right? We are guilty of eating what yeah. we want when we want, but finding that balance. Yeah, exactly. So, again, thank you to everybody for listening for sure. to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate your time, and we know that you could be doing something else with your time. And the fact that you're choosing to listen to us, we'd greatly appreciate it. Always do. Bye. See ya. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano. Where, where you, you come, come first. first.